0: Just the one. G'day and welcome back to Two Red Chairs. It has been a hefty minute. I am <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself that it went on a bit of a hiatus in 2020, but... Given what 2020 was, the shit show that we all experienced, I'm going to give myself a uh, a, a free pass, a, a guilt-free pass to say that uh, it's okay, but we're here now. It's 2021, got some reinvigorated energy, and we're here to start a year on the right foot and to bring back to Red Chest to you guys, to my listeners, to my fellow Design, entrepreneurs, business owners, freelancers, in house designers, wherever you're at in your design life journey, this podcast is back. I'm so freaking excited because I'm changing it up a bit here. We've got new podcast artwork. We've got a new direction for what this podcast is going to be about to make it simpler for me to create more of this kind of content for you to listen to, but to also share some great stories from fellow designers about how we've become the designers that we are, how we've overcome certain challenges and adversities, and created these wins for ourselves to be better design business owners, or even just designers. So, what I'm looking to do, and this is a call-out for those of you that are listening, that if you have a great story that has shaped how you've become a designer how you've become a better business owner or you want to give other designers a heads up to learn from your mistakes or learn from your experiences to offer that and share that with others, I'd love to have you on this podcast. So please send me a DM on at Life on Instagram. That's probably the best place to find me. You know, most likely me from there anyway, or on LinkedIn at Reagan McCrill. But what I'm going to start off here with is the first couple of episodes, I've had some conversations with designers already about some of their uh, experiences in the life of being that design business owner, being that creative entrepreneur. But I want to start with an anecdotal kind of story of my own. And this goes back to two years ago now in, in 2018, in the first uh, to one well, first month, I think it might've been when I first started my business, I had my first main branding client and I'd known them from, you know, for a while because one of the ladies that works there is a, you know, a good friend of my wife's and they asked me to rebrand their recruitment business. And I was like, yeah, amazing. I, I can do that think we can do that. And they wanted to do kind of two identities in one because they had like a sub-brand. I was like, okay, cool. We can do that. We can do that. Anyway, we get to the conversation. We have a great conversation. We sit down in a room together with their you know, managing director, their CEO, their uh, marketing communications lady, and there's myself. So we have a chat about what their goals are, everything that they're trying to achieve with this identity and why it needs to happen for that time where their business is going what they wanted to pivot to so that was all clear and and cut but when it got to the end of the conversation I was like yeah look let me have a think about how we could do this because it is multiple brands here and I'll draw up a proposal for you the proposal was great it was detailed it had everything that needed showed timeline all the rest of it stock standard what I produce now however this is the learning point I want to share with you is that in my pricing breakdown I had several different tiers of pricing. So there was a certain different packages because their CEO wanted to become a bit of a thought leader speaker and wanted to create a podcast and other video content on YouTube and LinkedIn. And I said, okay, no worries, we can do that. But the base tier that we had was just the brain identity work and the mistake i've learned is that and i've never done it since is to break down each of the individual parts of what was included in that branding package so at the time it was just uh you know logo design uh, maybe a, a smidge of messaging so like a tagline type of thing and a general kind of tone of voice and then more you know broad scoping visual identity, so how you know the logo could work with different colors and fonts and all the rest of that kind of stuff. It also included a business card, but then there was um, the style guide. So just a visual style guide rather than a full you know brand guide that I do now, which is far more encompassing. A lot more work though. Um, but each of those prices were were broken down into individual prices. So it was like a menu. And that is the biggest mistake that I've learned. From just one time, that first client is to not break down that price because what they do is, you know, shop. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. I'll take this. I'll take this, but I won't. I won't take that. So they didn't take the style guide, and I was like, okay, look, sure. I mean, that's one thing less for me to do. I can give you just a cheat sheet color, you know, thing. So you know the values and the font files are there. So you know, whatever, if you if you really don't want it, then so be it, and so it didn't include it in the cost, and that for me was $1,500 lost, and I was just like, that's a good a, kind of a kick in the guts there, but look, whatever, you know, that's the lesson to be learned for next time, is to not include that in, in my proposals, is breaking down the price, just have that one price for that tier of what it is you are offering your clients in your proposals there are obviously kind of caveats you might you know things like websites or, or bigger kind of deliverables may require their own kind of separate tier when you do propose something so it's not all packaged and bundled in one so that way you can create what you would sort of call a phased pricing schedule so it's not i guess tied to a deliverable per se but a stage in what that branding process is or if you're a you know, UX designer or an illustrator or whatever it is to tie it there rather than to a deliverable, it's just a phase. So you could break it up into you know individual proportions, proportions, portions, like 25%, 25%, 25%, 25%. And the kind of drawback of the story was that I think it was probably six to 12 months later They had a new marketing manager that came on board. So the old one left that we did the whole branding with. There's no style guide. So she's left to pick up the pieces to create and still manage their brand effectively and and market it. And there's no style guide. So I get this message from their new head of marketing saying, hi, Frank, um, just wondering, is there a style guide for the identity that we created for the brand? And I said, no, unfortunately not, because um, your your CEO didn't want to go ahead with it. Um, we left it off the list and it was never done. I'm happy to do it now and I can still do it for the agreed price. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I really don't mind because it won't take me long, um, but please let me know. And they, they never went ahead with it because it was just an extra cost that obviously the CEO didn't believe they needed. So the learning point here is that if, if you believe there are elements as part of the process of what you deliver to your clients is of value and they, you believe they need it, instances like this where, you know, six months down the track, they need it, they don't think they need it now, they don't know what they don't know, but if you believe they need it, you know, bundle it all up so it's a non-negotiable effectively so that your clients are given something that is useful. Um, there's no there's no missing pieces. There's no bits of the puzzle that they're going to be searching for later and going, where the hell is that? I need that. And then they'll come back to you and by then you might have upped your price considerably. So I hope you take something away from that learning point. Um, it was a, as I said at the start, of this, it was a kick in the guts, but it, it was something I learned from immediately. I, I've talked about this with other designers um, a lot. And it's it's a pitfall, but it's something to, to really easily course correct. So I hope you take something away from that. That is my first kind of story here. I'm sure I'll share some others, but I want to share yours. So please, if you have a story and you're listening to this, um, hit me up, DM me on Instagram, find me on LinkedIn, or email me, um, g'day at g'daydesignlife.com, and I'd be happy to get you on, record your audio, or even Record your story and send it to me. Even that will be just as good, and we can intro you in, share where you are on Instagram so everyone else can find you, and uh, we can go from there. So, sound like a deal? Sweet. So that's two red chairs. We're back. We're in 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 2021. We're going to smash our goals here for this year. I'm hoping. I got my fingers crossed. I'm touching wood. I've got my toes crossed as well. That this year is going to be a great one for for each and every one of you. Um, We're going to smash it. We're going to do all the good things. And I hope this is going to be a podcast that can give you something that you might not have considered to improve your process, your business, and the way that you approach design. So with that, look forward to speaking to you very soon on the next episode of Two Red Chairs. See ya.